You are listening to episode 42. This episode is brought to you by my new course, How to Dominate LinkedIn with Your Personal Brand. Do you feel like when you're on the LinkedIn platform, you're not really sure how to actually navigate it? Does it feel clunky or confusing? And do you have all these connections, but you're not sure how to really leverage those connections and how to really show up virtually in presenting your personal brand? Well, that is what this course is about because since September, I've gone from 1,500 connections to about 8,000 connections on LinkedIn. Not only that, I've gotten clients through my content and people have actually reached out to me to speak for virtual speaking engagements. So if this is something that you would really like to capitalize on and take advantage of and learn about, then this course is definitely for you. And you can learn about it more uh, in my show notes and I will have the link to the waitlist just for you. And now on with the show. Today, I get to interview uh, someone who has become very near and dear to my heart lately, and that is Tammy Zadunik. I met Tammy in the middle of the pandemic, actually. We, the first time we met was virtually, and uh, she has this beautiful community for women entrepreneurs in our city called the Well Collaborative. And someone had actually recommended me to her to be part of this community. So she reached out to me and that is where it all began. I had no idea really what they did or what their ethos was about. But as soon as I got to one of their first coffee and connections and really saw that these women genuinely cared about one another and were there to support each other in business, I knew I had joined the right community. So today I get to interview her and ask her about her journey as an esteemed master photographer in our city, as someone who started this collaborative and nonprofit from scratch, and as someone who has really a lot of aspirations and goals to really help creative entrepreneurs thrive. We're going to learn so much on today's episode and you're going to love it. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, and today I'm so happy to have a very special guest, Tavi Zadunik. And honestly, Tavi's been such a blessing to my life since I met her. Her group, um, which you will learn about in this interview, the Well Collaborative, has just been such a great community for me to plug in with, especially during these times. And so I'm really excited for her to speak to you all. Um, She's a very accomplished photographer. She also does creative consulting, and she co-founded this group. So I'm so excited to have her on the show today so thank you Tammy for being here <laughs> yeah thank you I was so excited when you reached out to me <laughs> Love it. 
So do you mind telling our audience today, like, what was your journey in entrepreneurship? How did you go from, yeah, how did you get into your business? And how did you go from that into founding something that would help other people as well? Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I took some time to think about it this morning. I listened to your Rachel, the one, the last one you did was so good. I just want to plug that to you. Listen to the Rachel one that's before this in December. Um, so I have always felt like an entrepreneur. My dad's an entrepreneur. My mom had started a business. I watched, I, my dad was a mechanic for 45 years and he just retired from that last year or maybe a year ago. Um, and I watched my mom go to school to learn about entrepreneurship in her probably forties, kind of mid forties. And she started a car detailing shop called Tidy Cars. And it was like right in my dad's business. And I would, you know, come there after school and help her out. And I loved watching people who could just make money with, without anyone telling them how like I just love that you could just make your own money it just felt so free and limitless I guess and you put what you want into it and so I always felt from a very young age I felt like I wanted to do photography I used to just dream about different poses I put people in and I didn't think that I could do that because I there was no school for photography so when I was in my early 20s I just oh, actually it was probably 18, 19. And I, I got a camera, a 35 millimeter camera, and I would just start taking photos of my friends. And I went into hair school and I did hair. I don't know if a lot of people know that. So I worked at um, Ethos Hair Salon for I started there when I was 18. And I would just grab my friends and all the girls who work there and we would do photo shoots all the time. And I think that that was really a turning point for me where I realized that, oh, I can just create a business like I can just create something and then I can earn money at it and this is amazing I think I got I seen my parents do it so I knew it was possible but to actually do it make money and then just start like naturally stepping into the entrepreneurship felt so good it felt like I was you know self-made like that whole self-made like able to make your own living and of course it was very small amounts of money at that time but Slowly through doing photography, I couldn't do both hair and photography anymore. So I let go of the um, the hair piece and just went into full-time photography um, by the age of, I think I shot my first wedding when I was 20, either 22, 23. And I had been doing photography for a few years before that. And I've been doing it now for 20 years. And they say that like over 20 years and they say it takes 20 years to make a master. So now I call myself a master photographer. I don't know what that means. I was like, I'm a master because basically you just earn that when you hit like 40. (laughs) You could just call yourself a master. That's so amazing. Actually, (laughs) that's such a beautiful um, story. And also beautiful how you just have this joy about it too. Like it sounds like you like organically went into it. You just see the joy of it too. And and it was really modeled to you through your family as well. Like this was this was an option. Not a lot of people get to see that. So that's a beautiful um, background as well. I think it's my dad. This is something I think about a lot. And I really want to share this with people. I think it's so important. My dad said so many great things to me growing up. He was the oldest out of 10 in his family. And he's just this wise, they called him gentle John. He would always say to me, you know, I just want you to do what makes you happy. I don't care what you choose. I was very academic in school. I had really high grades and I got a four-year scholarship. And I said, no, I don't want to go to the U of R, (laughs) nothing wrong with the U of R, (laughs) 
but I don't, they don't, I don't know what they would teach me that I would want to do. So I, I just went into hair school and you think there's backlash when you do something like that. My principal was not happy with me. Guidance counselors were not happy with me and wasting my wasting, you know, because I want to go to have a career in the arts. So I had to, so my, I just remembered my dad always said, you have to work for a lot of years, do what makes you happy. And I couldn't think of a career that made me happy. So I made a career that made me happy. And when I was thinking about the well, um, the well was started by my friend and I, who also had a, a photography company called Meriki and Light, and it's still running and successful. Tamara runs that. So once we made the well, we it was too much for us both to be doing both. So we kind of divided and conquered. And her heart was still with the Meriki and Light, and mine was really my heart's really with the well. Um, so while I do photography, that's my main focus. And in thinking back to why a community of women, I. I can tell you honestly, through everything I've been through with my businesses and um, partnerships and mental health and all these things that I am, the well was how I behaved before the well. Like I would reach out to my community. I asked for help. I was vulnerable, terrified. I would tell people, like I remember being on a bus one time having a panic attack and I turned to the girl behind me, like I was like 20 and I'd never, I didn't know her. And I was like, I'm having a hard time breathing. I feel like I'm going to pass out. And she's like, oh, you're having a panic attack. I take pills for that. (laughs) So, and the reason I share that is because it's like, I, I remember that because she helped me. And had I been too afraid to reach out or to ask for help to even the stranger on a bus, how, how I would have never realized that, you know, she cared for me in that moment. And, and we don't have to, we can care for other people, even if we don't really know them that well. So it's, it's sort of been through me just always wanting women to be able to, or anybody, but I'm drawn to women. That's more my calling is more with women. I love men too. They're wonderful. <laughs> make sure people know that I am for men and women. Um, I just want women to know that they can do with what they feel passionate about. It doesn't have to look like something. It doesn't have to be some rules, set of rules that people are telling you. Maybe you can make it up your own way or, and, and maybe it's, it's that you don't want to work and you want to be at home and you feel embarrassed. Do you feel like you should be this career woman because your whole family was and, but it's, that's okay to not want to do those things that other people are doing. It's okay to look to what you want to do and make it up if you need to. So that's really, for me, the core of why the well is because I, I, I don't like being told what to do. I'm going to do it my way at the end of the day. And if you tell me I'm not going to do something, I probably will just to spite you. So there's my real honest, like those are not all like redeeming qualities, like the fact that I'm so stubborn, but I just want to be really honest that that is a a big part of entrepreneurship for me is that I'm really stubborn. Yeah. And I think it's a huge part of being an entrepreneur. You have to almost have that to, to keep doing it. Um, I wanted to also say, Tabby's not asking me to plug the well, but I have to say it in this episode, is that um, when she reached out to me, I was actually kind of confused what it even was. I was like, is this like, we have another thing in our town called West, which has a lot of um, different resources. But once I got in, I was like, wow, like these ladies actually care. Like this is such a community. And one of the things that really stuck out to me, I remember I went to a coffee and connection and it just floored me how vulnerable and honest people were. And I didn't feel alone in my entrepreneurship journey. So I think that was when I was like, oh, you know, I think I can really get into this community because I just felt it almost felt like this big embrace and like all these women I'd never met before, but they genuinely wanted to know how you were doing and, and what you're feeling in that moment. It was it was really cool. So I, I think that your spirit in that 
and with your your co-founder your friend has really created that community and that's really a blessing to other people as well that you you realize you can talk to people and get help and you're trying to empower other people to know they can do the same and and to take that journey so i i love how organic it it really does feel to be part of that (laughs) so i have to say that for sure and then for you what was like the steps in creating this community because uh you obviously had that vision but how did you like get other people to kind of buy into it or even understand what you were trying to create yeah that is a good question i can take you kind of walk you through the process because i feel like it's been a divine intervention in the sense of just this this really natural organic startup you know so when Tamara and I first leased the space we did not have the intentions of having a big business like this we just wanted to we thought well let's let's help hair red we'll do photo shoots in here let's gather women we you know we really want to help rise up women like that whole um that whole thing and I mean I like 100% am into that and I think I didn't even realize as much until her and I started talking about it and she sort of introduced it to me as a concept too like to rise up women and really really come beside each other and and not have an expectation of something of someone to be something but just just really really take them right there where they're at you know um so we leased this space and we thought okay we need to pay rent so (laughs) we did not have a business plan Wesk is amazing for business like for like that business side of things and actually I went to Wesk and I was like oh this is so business like I don't think I can do this I actually left and was like no we got to do this our way this just doesn't feel like this feels too business for me so it's hilarious now that we do business consulting based on kind of my my um the way I start businesses is not the proper way you're supposed to. So we got this space. We're like, we have to pay a lease. Okay. Well, if we get a hundred women to pay $25 a month to come to coffee and connection and be able to access our space once a week, then we can pay our rent. Awesome. Let's do that. So we just, we, you know, we got our vision and our mission and what we were all about our branding. And, and that was really simple. We were just going to gather women for authentic conversations. So we, we put it out there called the well collaborative. We put it out there and we got so many women right off the start. It is like, I don't even know. We, I went and pitched at seeds for dreams before we opened our doors and they're like, how many members do you have? And we're like, none, but we're sure we'll get <laughs> We didn't win. Wow. I won the next time. I won the next time. <laughs> Um, I'm sure we'll get lots. Yeah, we were so sure of ourselves, blind faith in this concept. And we had lots of women come and we would do photo shoots and we would um, like in the space to pay rent and we'd run our photography company. And then we also had these coffees running and we just found that women needed more than that. So we had these coffees going once or twice a month. And, and then we thought, well, I want to start talking about business and I want to maybe give women a place to work during the day, but I didn't want to be a co-working space, you know, but I, I'd like, maybe we could open it up to a membership that's co-working. So we just really played around with what we could try to really pay the rent. Like a lot of it was as, as uninspirational as that sounds, we just needed to pay the bills and overhead is a lot. Brick and mortar is a big deal. And I had never experienced that before. And by this time, Tamara had had to leave and that was fine. We have, we have a good relationship and she went home to take care of her little ones. And I was like full steam ahead. And I, at that point, I really had to, to step into understanding business really fast because I had rent to pay. So we just, I, you know, I would reach out to the women in the community and they would reach out to me. Can I help? What can I do? I had one member who just said, can I come every Wednesday and work for you for free? I'll just do whatever you need. I was like, yeah, sure, (laughs) please. Women would just show up at Coffee and Connection and one girl would say, oh, Margaret, she was like, 
I can help with social media newsletters. I'm like, I need that. Did you want a free co-working desk? And then you'll do that for me. So this is how it was built was literally me just asking for help. Women reaching out me saying yes to their offer. Um, there was no pride. It was like, yep, I'll take your free help. Yep. So then we established that the well really needed to be more focused. So we've become more of a focused community now with, um, so one thing I'm going to tell you, but it's not signed yet, but it is official that we have three women buying into the well. So we have four co-owners, we have three co-owners that are coming alongside me. Um, and it's all supposed to go down in the next few months that the signing and, you know, we're doing the contract up, but again, it's just again saying, I don't want to do this alone. This is a community of women. It is not meant to be run by one person. I should not be making all the decisions. I need help. Girls, will you help me? Yes. I like, you know, I was very intentional about who I asked and they all said yes. So the well has been built in community by community for community. It's, it's very much that way. Yeah, totally. And uh, you can definitely see that in the structure in the even the ladies that lead the different types of um, like there's working well and and um, they have different kind of events they put on but you'll see like they're just as excited about it too so clearly and that's one thing that's super cool about women is like when we get together and we want to do something things happen and I think they happen very fast and we're really good at supporting each other that way when when that's our focus um, that's one of our strengths when it is our focus for sure and alongside of that from there you started doing the creative consulting now of course your ability to do that comes from the fact that you successfully have this um, photography business that you've had for 20 years and congrats because that's a huge deal and then you also (laughs) took this brick and mortar situation and had that going at the same time so um, I guess one of my questions is yes like how did you even successfully have your own personal business as a photographer because that in itself is a huge feat and then what did you kind of have to put together then to really help um, people with creative consulting? How did that kind of start to become one of your offerings, I guess? Yeah, that's, that's good. We, so first I'll touch on the, um, with my own business, it was very different starting a photography company 20 years ago. I was one of the only young female photographers. It was film. There was, there were three of us that still talk and say, oh man, we were like the OG female photographers in Saskatoon. There was nobody. So we were coming in fresh excited we were like the it girls in photography there wasn't a lot of competition (laughs) for us people needed it they wanted it they were like dying for for a different kind of a photo shoot so actually building before I had kids from like 19 to 28 I had my first child at 28 those years were really just made my business really solid and I had some really big wins like back in 2016 I won planet s photographer of the so that was like a big win and and that business is consistent. It's like consistent income, consistent. It basically, it's the one that pays me. So that's one other thing about startups. They don't always pay you. So just don't, you're not alone if you're in that situation. So yeah, with the consulting, that actually that came mainly from a need. We saw that it was a need that women needed help with their businesses. So I focus on creative entrepreneur consulting. Um, Leanne Durand, who's also one of our new owners, and she focuses on small business. So she's much more like business plan. She does business plan writing. She does strategy. She is our head strategist with the well since day one. Like she's my best friend before she owned the well with me. She was 
telling me what to do. Like I will do what she tells me to do. Listen, you have to be humble. You, you have to like have somebody listen, somebody you can listen to, to tell you what to do. But for me, I, I love working with creatives specifically. I don't, I'm not great. Like, honestly, you don't, you don't want me consult doing your, your shoe store, like your shoe store or your, your, whatever that is. I will, I will do the intake and then you go to Leanne. You don't, you don't go to me for that. But, but if you want to understand creative business and entrepreneurship and how that looks and how you can create a career based on that, I'm your girl. (laughs) I'd say that's a huge, um, yeah, that's a huge gap to fill because I feel like those ones are a little harder for people um, when they're coming from a passion uh, position, but like they've been told kind of like you were told when you were leaving school, like, what are you going to do with your life going in that direction? So I think if anything, <laughs> creative consultants are super necessary. So that is really cool. And I wanted to say too, then what was your biggest obstacle for, I guess, both you, you're saying um, when you started your business, because there wasn't a lot that was just like, it was, you kind of were early, I guess, early adopter. And you, you also really pay attention to your craft. And then also with um, the startup, you asked for help, but what were some of the biggest obstacles you found, I guess, with uh, either one in, in, in seeing, seeing the vision happen? <laughs> I think the, with the well, the biggest obstacle is, oh, there's like so many things running through my head right now. Okay. Well, with photography, <laughs> it's sort of that self that self-doubt believing in yourself losing a business partner like I never want to talk about that in a negative sense towards the person but losing a business partner is like it's your it's like losing your rock your partner your spouse in a sense and now all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're alone like that Mm -hmm. is a huge obstacle to overcome I just feel for anyone who has went through that and um I think people like understanding what I'm doing and why it's different and what it is. And I tell you as a creative, so a creative entrepreneur who now has this business, 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 it is hard to clarify when you're so passionate about what you're doing and people ask me like, what is the well? And I'm like, I don't know, but it really, we've, we've, what we've said on is that we're support for women in business for female entrepreneurs. How are we different than Wes? We're more soft skill, um, emotion, like not, we're not, I don't want to give it the wrong, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but we're much more about, um, maybe why you're making the decisions you're making and how we can build sustainable women in business. Because I think what I, another piece that I've seen and why we got into the consulting a lot too, is because we've seen women who have gotten ill and not well because they've worked themselves too hard and they've really bought into that muscle, that muscle, <laughs> that hustle mindset. And I think that that's what a big part of the well sustainability. That's really, um, and I think you just made it really clear too for me. That's that's the part I was trying to explain to the audience is that uh, if you're in our city, WESC is a great organization. It helps with that structure. And I feel like the well also deals with that other part of the entrepreneur. Um, like you're a whole human. You're not only your business. And sometimes as entrepreneurs, we forget that. So just having those reminders and having those workshops and having those conversations just to keep us balanced is super important. So yeah, um, and thank you also for being honest about some of those journeys too. And like you said, it's not a negative way, but those are real things that we don't always get to talk about. Like, how does that actually feel? Who are those people that you can have those honest conversations with these <laughs> journeys and, and having someone even understand what you're up to? That's really interesting. Um, I was gonna yes yes go ahead <laughs> I really 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 I just really want to take a chance to, to plug our champion rise program it's so yeah. important to me are you gonna ask me later about that or should I say now <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, you know, let, let's talk about it first. Let's talk about it first. <laughs> oh, I'm so mean. Look at me. I'm even controlling the podcast. <laughs> My question is too different. So I feel, feel like if I don't, if I don't let you talk about it now, I will remember to bring it up. Okay. I'm yeah. going to give you the Coles notes. I just want to talk about it because we found that there was this, there was this issue with women wanting to join the well, but feeling like they didn't have the time or it was like another thing to add to their plate, but they were financially able. And we found so many women who weren't financially able or that we wanted to have within our community, but couldn't be a part of it for whatever reason. So we created a program called the champion rise program. They go together. So a champion is someone who doesn't necessarily have a lot of time to attend our events is maybe more at the top of their game has been in their industry for longer. Uh, We have like financial advisors, lawyers, artists, lots of different kinds of women who do that. And they will commit to a full year. And then we get to give away a membership to another woman on the rise, we call them. So um, you can apply to be a rise member on our website. We actually now have, we have just changed it. So we have a $10 a month fee attached to the rise member. And that is only for brand new rise members coming in, in like February starting. So just, just now in 2021. And that is just simply an accountability piece. Um, And if for some reason a rise member can't afford that we will still bring them on so you can just let us know so we like really want to grow our our community of women and we want all we want these you know the women who are in the middle of their game with entrepreneurship building their business or working or building their brand and then we want the women who are at the top of their game and we want the students and women who are just starting and we want to be able to bring all the wisdom together to share awesome and I think that (laughs) no thank you thanks for for letting the audience know about that because that is a awesome program and it really exemplifies that idea of again women supporting women and giving them those opportunities to get the resources that they need and that kind of goes into my next question for you where do you see the well (laughs) I know it's hard with everything that's gone on to plan but what would be your vision or like your dream for the well like in the next five years we have such a huge vision that and you know I'm just gonna say it because who cares if it terrifies me that's like where I live I like thrive in that like terrified place um we really want you know propel women have you heard of propel women so it's like a christian organization i've done some propel women stuff so they do they have this online program and um women meet in their homes and in like cohorts to listen to the videos learn and then they do the conversation and community together so i never want to run programming for the well that is um just one person speaking everyone listening i always want that everything we do at the well coffee and connection working well show and tell co-working Friday mentorship everything we do is like it's this dialogue it's curiosity it's a dialogue so I never want to lose that so we're always thinking okay how can we develop the programming and grow the well internationally because we already have women in the Ukraine in London in Colorado we have women in different like all over the province how can we grow that and then they still feel that in that personal connection because if we're doing 90% online which we are you know there's still those times when COVID's going to end it's going to end and then we're going to meet in person so how can we sustain that is it repeatable you know like can we sustain this community and this connection in these other cities well yeah like that's our plan we want to we want to essentially pop it into different cities you know we'll start in our province we'll move in and then just it'll organically I know like grow in different cities too and then as those women can can start to grow their community themselves with like through an affiliate program or ambassadors in different cities then we can start really building those cohorts so that women are able to experience this kind of community and conversation regarding you know business and personal 
within lots of different places. And of course I have a, of course I want to grow it over the whole world. I'm like, who am I if I didn't, right? That's like, I'm so, it's, it's exhausting. <laughs> I love it <laughs> because I know for some people, that's a hard question to answer, but for someone like you, you're just, you're thinking about it. And I agree because I, I remember thinking like that, if in a couple of years I moved, where will I find something like this again? So I think that's actually very exciting just because we do, we have had people join calls from different places and I'm kind of shocked and I think it's because they moved there. They couldn't find something like that out there. So they're still plugged in here. <laughs> so I think it's a very, yeah, it's a beautiful thing that definitely has an opportunity to grow that way. And yeah. then also, do you see the same thing with your photography? I know you said you're kind of in the well more. Are you also having big visions for, for where that goes as well? I am loving doing um, content creation right now. I do a lot of stuff. So we do have a physical space in Saskatoon and we'll always have a physical space associated with the well in the where we were born, you know. So um, I love using the studio for photography. I do lots of work for women um, creatives, men too, but like women or men in business who are trying to content create. So I have some big companies in town that I work with on an ongoing basis for years now, but I decided to kind of streamline it and, and, and focus more on like 10 companies a month on an ongoing rate, an ongoing basis for a lower rate so that they could afford content all the time. What I feel like the biggest problem is, and I think through the well too, just recognizing all the problems I'm hearing all the time. It's such a great education and research tool. The well is a great research tool by the way, <laughs> for all women, but is that they, it's such a struggle posting, posting to social media. And it's like a whole new business and job and a part of our jobs now that we all have, no matter what we're really doing, we have mm -hmm. to post. And so Con having content all the time and understanding why we're doing the, we're creating the content. So I do a consultation with all of my, all of my business people that hire me. And then we book the, I do like a 30 minute content creation session every month with the same clients every month. So they have a consistent stream. And then really that'll last, they'll be able to use that content for a year or more, but at least they have a, a consistent stream and they can see where they're having um, shortfall, like where they're not getting the stuff that they want to show. And then we can plug that in for one of the other months. Other than that, I do, I like, I love teaching. We have a retreat company called Inner Illum and we, it's our first one. It's happening in Maine where we only have like four spots left in a, in a pandemic. We're almost sold out. So we're really excited about that. And yeah. in Tofino and like where we want, I want to bring this to creatives. I want, it's like the well meets photography meets just a, you know, huge boom of like creative inspiration over a weekend in the most beautiful resort in Tofino. So I want to be able to take my photography and my consulting and, and take it into different places, you know, around the world and, and travel and, and honestly having the pandemic has, it's been terrible. It's been, there's so many things that have been so negative and hard about it. But the one thing that's been positive for us is that it's allowed time to reevaluate everything we're doing and why, and then how we can, we know what we're really excited about later when we can do other things. So yeah. That's really that exciting. Yeah, totally. And um, I even wanted to talk to that uh, on that because I know you really care about the creative, how they're um, doing like mental wellness, all of that, and that inner loom event that you have. 
so I guess I, I wanted to talk on that, how, how that was birthed and also um, what are some of the things you do to make sure that you're thriving um, as an entrepreneur in both of these areas? Yeah, it's really, I always told myself I would, I will let the business die before, like, before I will let myself die, like essentially crumble from the pressure. So I've, I, I, I've had mental illness since I was seven that I can remember. And I talk about it a lot. We have a nonprofit called Shattering the Darkness that we, we, we do in-person workshops when we can, of course we can't right now. Um, so my mental health is the, my mental illness, I've always said is like, not always, not always, that's a lie. Ten, for the last 10 years, maybe 15 years is a gift because it allows me to know my limits. So I can tell really quickly, even every day, I would say when things are getting too much. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, I go do one of my self care things. So this is like many times a day. So have a bath, go walk my dog, Mm -hmm. um, take some self portraits, Mm -hmm. um, read a book, whatever it is that makes me feel healthy in that moment, I will do and I prioritize that. And I feel like it's the same. So for creatives, one thing, if I need inspiration, I'm not sure about like a new idea, or I'm looking for answers in the business, I take a bath. And I honestly, I get my answer. Like, yes, it's (laughs) prayer. Like for me, it's like prayer. And there's, it's like, what are you thinking about when you're on the walk and, and yeah, I'm intentional, you know, I don't let my mind turn to negative things, but it, the clarity of mind getting in the moment, I have to say photography is, is any kind of art. So this is interesting. So with Inner Loom, yes, it's mainly geared towards photographers, but we want, we have an interior designer coming. We want hairstylists, makeup artists. We want anything creative Mm -hmm. because we're going to do breakouts that are not anything to do with photography. Like we're going to arrange florals and we're going to be in the ocean and dip our toes and, and get the sensations, like really dive into our five senses and get ourselves out of our head. I think as creatives, like we, you can plan, plan, plan for that photo shoot. But if you don't get in your mojo, like your Austin power, like mojo you won't get magic you have to be able to take yourself from your you know I don't I'm not a a brain specialist but you know out of your frontal lobe or getting into the different aspects of your brain so that you can create from flow and not create from your you know technical brain like the Mm. technical pieces are there because you've learned them but you need to get into that intuitive side of of knowing when to capture the photo and, and knowing how to move someone and that relationship and the energy and excitement. I mean, you know, you and I like, that's so fun. Yeah, it was <laughs> for sure. It feels so fun. Like I forgot I was doing a shoot. And like, when I saw the pictures too, it just felt like, oh, that's like me interacting with people. Like it wasn't, um, I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't like the super posy, like not to say yeah. that Instagram photos are all bad, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it, I just felt like, they're very authentic and I do I agree that's a gift but also you have to almost create that peace within yourself when you're approaching people to be able to help them feel that way too so I do think that's a gift and so I guess inner loom kind of came from some of your own personal rhythms and you trying to create those opportunities for other creative entrepreneurs it sounds like I feel like I'm just driven to replicate amazing experiences I've had for others like give (laughs) (laughs) like oh I've really gained from this this has been amazing I want to do this for everyone like people have to rein me in but um 
but definitely inner loom is let's just go and like make magic for a weekend and fill up our content buckets. So we have lots of stuff to post and try to not, I don't, we, you know, we really don't want it to be like elbow to elbow shootouts. That happens a lot at, at workshops where everyone's really close together and trying to shoot this one model. So instead I want women to have time to Carolyn and I, so I have a co-founder, Carolyn Farrow Wild, her photography is amazing. She's like an explorer. So I want women to be able to deep dive into themselves and do some, some of that work and rest mm. and then be inspired, maybe get an idea, like a, like a new idea in their mind and then just go, Hey, to someone at the retreat, like someone at the workshop weekend, do you want to go create this with me? We have like carved out time. So you're learning, educating on business, you're learning on, you know, photography and different things. But really, I want women to have time to rest, rejuvenate. And then that's actually where those good ideas can be birthed from and then actually be able to go to ex and execute the idea too. So that's the, that's the whole idea behind inner loom is it's, and it's, and then sharing time in the evening where we talk about our process, what roadblocks we hit, how we can help each other to overcome those. Um, and then really, really, really good food and oh, really yeah. good scenery <laughs> and hammocks that we can just swing on, you know, like it's just, you should feel like, I think, especially after everything we've been through, when we started planning this, we did not know about like, we were planning it in 2019 and then COVID hit and we launched in May and I was like, let's just launch it. Like mm. it's, you know, the hotels ref like we, we have a, we can let them know a week ahead of time if something happens. So we're, we're almost booked up and we still know that potentially COVID could shut us down, but we're just going to reschedule it. That's you so know, like, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I saw that. And I was like, Oh, that's a neat concept as a creative. And I was like, not sure with COVID, like, will it work? Will it not work? But I'm like, it sounds cool. I feel like there'd be fun people to go with. So <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> I feel like we're the only like retreat workshop actually selling ticket, like actually like still moving forward with it. But wow. we went in September, we scoped it out. Everyone has their own room. Like, you know, there's our people, sister, there's some sisters that are sharing and stuff, mm. beds and stuff. So it's, it's all like in your own space or cohorts and we're outside the whole time. So it should, it should work really well. Really cool. And uh, I, I, I've always wanted to go to Tofino. So if anyone's listening to that, it's a great place to go. Um, thank you so much for all the value you've shared with our audience today and your journey. It's just so inspiring to hear that you really like have that generosity to say, okay, this experience worked for me and now let's create these for other people. And uh, I believe that generosity will always come back to you for sure. So I, I think that's amazing. You're living out your purpose that way. Um, is there anything that you have coming up specifically uh, other than this retreat that you'd like the audience to know about today before we finish off? You know what? I don't, I think more than anything, I would just love for women to feel that they can hop online and check out any of our well events for free if they haven't been before using the code friend 10, it's on the website. So I just want people to feel that they're welcome and they're wanted and that they'll have value. And if they, if it's not for them, that's fine too, but just to try it out, give it a chance. Awesome. Thank you so much, Tammy. Thanks, Pian. I really appreciate you. I look forward to seeing you again.